This episode of Enough is brought to you by the lovely people at Squarespace who give you everything you need to create an amazing website. If you want to create a website or blog, there is no better place. Squarespace gives you absolutely everything you need in one package. They have powerful tools to help you create your site and its layout using their simple-to-master WYSIWYG design editor, or if you prefer, the ability to control the CSS manually with their powerful inbuilt editor. The entire Google Fonts library is right at your fingertips, so you can choose the font that makes your site really pop. You don't need to worry about inserting code of any kind. They are built right into Squarespace's design system, and they're part of their beautiful template tools. They provide you with rock-solid hosting, so you never have to worry about your site being down, as well as excellent analytics, so you can easily understand the traffic that your site's receiving. If you have a blog elsewhere, they have a wicked cool blog importer too to help make your transition simple and pain-free. Do you need an iOS app to access your statistics and post on the go? They have it. What about a free custom domain name? Well, you can have that too with every annual plan purchase integrated right out of the box. I really do love this service and I think you will too. And Squarespace have been awesome and hooked us up with a two-week free trial just for you. Go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels and you can start your two-week free trial. And what's even better is you can get 10% off your first purchase by using the coupon code 70decibels7 at 70decibels7 at checkout. Hey, Michael. Hello, Pat. Good day, sir. How are you? I am very well, my man. How are you? Hot. It is hot here, man. In every respect of the word. <laughs> no, seriously, like 100 degrees today. It's just, and and tomorrow, same thing. Uh, it's our Independence Day tomorrow, and we certainly are not getting independence from the heat like we did from Britain. Uh, tell uh, t- tell the people as well what you're doing for for their audio quality. Tell them so they know. Oh, uh, so uh, well, first of all, I'm. Uh, it may sound the the just kind of the echo, the feel of the room that I'm recording in. Uh, so my voice may uh, sound differently because I'm actually in my bedroom right now, uh, not in my uh, third floor office loft because well, heat rises and it's darn hot, and we don't have central air here. Uh, but I do have a window air conditioner unit uh, that I put into the uh, into the window yesterday, but I have turned it off. Uh, for the sake of your recording quality and your listening experience. But what that means is we got some fast talking to do because uh, I've got about 10, 15 minutes before it starts getting too hot to trot in here. Yep. So, And obviously the more we talk, the more the room fills with hot air. So what what can we do, Pat? That's not good for anyone, is it? Oh, nope, nope, not good. Ungood. Could combust right. in there. Right, so today as we are recording this episode, which is uh, Tuesday the 3rd, Yes. Um, there was a conversation being had this morning on Twitter uh, yep. by myself and a couple uh, with um, with a tweeter with myself and a couple of others getting involved. The original question was asked by a friend of the network, David Dennis, who's at the underscore Wolster, W O L F S T R E R, sorry, on Twitter, and he asked. Yes. It was a two two tweet question because it was. And he has a great beard, by the way. Yeah, Follow him for the beard, beard beautiful for sure. Beard. Um, and his question was. I'd love to hear you discuss the role of ethics and morality in the choices you make. Not what is ethical or moral, but the role that they play in making choices. And then the conversation yeah. goes on a bit. Um, Adam King is, is a good buddy of the network as well. He, you know, he gets involved, and they, there's a conversation that's had, and it's really, really interesting. Um, yeah. So. Uh- 
Well, I should say I was I was away out and about running errands for uh, for third uh, third house uh, the, for most of the day, so I only caught like bits and pieces of this. But the moment so uh, I I used uh, Tweetbot um, because Mike tells me to uh, to look at the uh, the conversation, and I just kind of real quickly because I was like, wait, what is all this back and forth? Like I didn't get the back and forth, and I real quickly scrolled to the uh, original question. I was like, yes. This 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 is a great topic. This is something we should talk about for sure. Uh, because whether people recognize it or not, my personal ethics and morality comes into play in almost everything I write, in almost everything I tweet, in almost everything I do, it is that is so at the core, I think, of who we are is what we believe about the world and about life and about the way that you treat other people and about the way that you speak and about the way that you communicate and who you do that with and why and how and all of these things are driven from. your own personal ethics and and morality. I think it can come down to some really small things as well. Like, I do not swear in the public space. Like, Mm, you mm -hmm, will never mm -hmm. see me curse on Twitter, and you will never hear me swear on the shows. Yes. Unless it's otherwise stated. Yes. And I I just don't do it. Very, very rarely, very rarely do. And will only do so in the case of, like, I don't know, cancer. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but even then I will try and find, you know, more tame things to say because I just think people aren't signing up to me for that. Like if if right. the show if on the shows, if the shows were explicit, like Merlin's show, like Roderick on the line, yeah. which is a show that that's going to be one of my things I'm loving when we next do one of those episodes. Okay. Right. Um they swear on that show and so when you follow Merlin on Twitter, you, ex- you, you when you see him you, swear, you, know you don't get. You know, you don't you don't get jarred by it. But if I was to to swear there, and nobody ever hears me swear on the network, it's it, that's not me. It's not the type of person that I want to be in public. It's just I don't think it's personally for myself. I don't think it's necessary. I don't judge others for it, but it's just the way. It's my own personal ethic. Agreed. Um, and for you know, I would say the same thing is is true of me. Um, I think it's also. Uh, pretty true that anyone who follows me for any length of time will certainly pick up my my goal and desire to really try to be as kind and as nice as I possibly can. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yep. Because I think it goes a long way. I think it has benefits not only, you know, on the outside, but it makes me feel good. Yeah. It makes me feel good to know that people think of me as a really nice guy. And there have been times when, um, you know, someone has come out on Twitter and just attacked me for no reason, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't even have to respond to it, right? Because <laughs> so many other people will be like, what what are you doing? Patrick is like the nicest guy. Why are you doing that to him, right? Yeah. 
don't don't beat up on him. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, people will come to my defense, and you know, and it, it, that really, in general, is driven out my ethical beliefs about how you should treat people. And I really do believe in, for lack of a better term, karma, right? That the, that what you put out into the world has a, has a ripple in the pond effect and that it will go out in waves and waves for much further than a one-to-one interaction. And that by treating people um as you know you know love thy neighbor as thyself to borrow a a uh, biblical verse um by treating people that way by treating people with compassion empathy and loving kindness not only will you reap the benefits from that personally but they will then carry that that feeling and that experience out with them into the world and and perhaps treat others that way simply because you made their day that much happier and that much better. Right. Uh, And I, you know, I guess here's, here's the thing, right. And this kind of ties into, and this may seem unrelated, but they're not in my head. So just deal. (laughs) Um, But uh, um, the other day I tweeted uh, this really great, uh, uh, discussion, uh, uh, you know, on Reddit, uh, someone had posted this really wonderful kind of uh, line by line explanation, or yeah, I should say point by point explanation of the uh, Affordable Care Act, of which there is some great debate here in this country. Yep. But those outside of this country may go. I don't get what the big deal is about because we've had universal health care forever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to me, it just seems logical and I don't understand what the problem is. Right, like, exactly. I, I, like no one else would understand this, but here yeah. in America, suddenly it's, it's a problem. So uh, there, there, for those outside the country or those who just completely don't follow the news, um, uh, uh, Congress, the Senate, and – Uh, signed by President Obama, passed something called the Affordable Care Act, which is a first step in trying to provide a way for all Americans to get affordable, insured health care. Okay. My my very sort of small understanding of it is everybody has to have a health care plan, otherwise they pay tax, right? Is that is that correct? That, if they that, have the means, if they have the yes. means, yeah. If they have the means, yes. And if, if you don't, have, and the point of it is, then that supplants everybody else um, who can't afford it. Right. So those who can't afford it, um, uh, there will be ways for them to get health care as well. Exactly. Which right. makes sense to me. But, right, you know, I'm sorry. So if basically, if you can afford it, you pay for it, and if you can't afford it, you'll receive it, and it will get paid for. But regardless, all all Americans will be insured, and that that tax um, for those that choose to opt out, despite the fact that they can afford it, is 
actually more of a more of a carrot and stick to uh, to basically ensure that people get it and if they don't to have a way to provide for them should should they should they decide not to yep um so regardless all of this is a roundabout way of saying i tweeted this thing it saw a lot of traction even to this day, is still getting retweets and shares and likes and all whatever they do on the Twitters. And uh, someone, you know, who may have different feelings about it than I do, uh, you know, tweeted back was like, you know, oh, you know, I, I was looking for something unbiased, and this seems to have, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of bias, you know, and. Uh, to it, you know, basically saying that, yeah, this is great, but it's left wing. So, you know, he's obviously trying to paint it in the best light and the best. I think he used the term rose colored glasses. And my response was, there's no such thing as unbiased. Unbiased doesn't exist. Everybody has an agenda. Well, it's not necessarily an agenda. I think agenda is the wrong word. But let me just say that everybody has an interpretation, right? Right. That even him, you know, even going to the original source, he is going to view that source with his own bias and his own feelings and his own. And those things are shaped, are largely shaped by his own ethics and morals, that these are the things that form our bias. And that this is the reason why un- things, there's no such thing as unbiased. Everything has a bias, right? That even you know, uh, news that pretends to be unbiased and just reports the facts, well, the moment that I read those facts, I'm going to create a bias. I'm going to imbue, imbue it with my own feelings about those facts. Does that make sense? Yeah, you actually can't interpret it any other way. You cannot interpret it any other way, and that interpretation. So that you know that no. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that our ethics and morality are, is not just about the things that we put out into the world. They're also about the things that we filter. In, right, they are our filter for what we take in and how we process those things, and how our slow brain then analyzes them, reasons them, and reacts to them. I have another um, point on that, and this is something that we actually both can share in, and that is advertisement. Mm. So, mm-hmm. every from the very beginning, um, I have tried to ensure that we take advertisement from companies that we believe in Uh, Mm. either something i use or somebody approaches me and i think the product is good and would appeal to our listeners i have actually turned down Mm. um, in the early days i turned down a a nice deal um, from a company that hates elephants (laughs) Um, you can make up your own mind as to who that might be Um, and and that was because I didn't agree with that and I didn't agree with some of the things that they were doing um, in regards to online piracy if people Mm -hmm. can remember such a thing Mm -hmm. Um, and they were clearly coming to 
to try and they were working for an agency based in the UK um, because they were trying to build their image again after that debacle. Mm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it would have been, you know, I, I was at that point, the network was totally coming out of my own pocket. But I decided I didn't want to do that because it didn't meet the, the ethical standards that I have set to make sure that our listeners, when they hear an ad, it's for a company that I believe can be trusted. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that you do the same. Yeah. Well, and um, so sponsors on Minimal Mac have to fit within. Yeah, this is something that I would normally post about even if they weren't sponsoring, that this is the sort of thing that belongs here on Minimal Mac. And, and it's part of, I think, the reason why I have such a, uh, you know, such an interesting relationship with uh, with the sponsorship offering on Minimal Mac, and by interesting, I mean it's up and down because uh, you know there are, there are times when it's just like, okay, I'm tired of turning people away. I'm just not going to post any more sponsorship slots for a while because then maybe the folks that I'll accept will will come back, or people that have sponsored before will come back. Um, but, um, I mean, yeah, it's that same thing, right? I, I will not sponsor anything that – or allow anything to sponsor the, sh the site or um, the, that is uh, doing you know, anything, A, that I don't believe in or, B, that I uh, don't believe would be a good fit for my readers and for my audience. Um, uh, and as well as, for instance – there are certain online properties that I refuse to link to, despite the fact that from time to time, on very rare occasions, they might have something that is really, really good or really insightful or whatever. Um, but I won't, I won't, I won't share it. <laughs> and I will avoid trying to read it on their site if I possibly can, <laughs> you know, hopefully pick it up, uh, you know, an Instapaper or something like that. And the reason is because they have done other things ethically that I just do not agree with, that I think were so egregious and wrong. And uh, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Gizmodo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, <do. laughs> you know, yeah. Um, you know, uh, for, uh, the whole stolen iPhone thing. I don't think uh -oh. we'll ever recover from that as a as a no. Uh, well, and, and not only that, but it's, it's also the fact they now have sour grapes over it. So everything that Apple yeah, does yeah. is bad, yep. right? Because you know they have sour grapes over something they did wrong, right? Um, but what it, you know, the problem I had was not so much about the the stolen iPhone and you know and all that stuff. The problem I had was. They outed the name, the name, first and last, mm -hmm. of the guy who allegedly, quote-unquote, lost it. They gave his name. Yeah. In other words, they could have cost him his job. Probably did. And, and probably for all working. I know, they did. I he don't carried know. on working at Apple, apparently, but he probably um, ended up with a bad performance review somehow and lost his job. You know? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know the outcome of that situation. But to do that, when it was inconsequential to the story, completely like didn't need to be known, who cares who it was? 
The fact is you have this stolen iPhone prototype and now you can talk and report about it and great and wonderful and you got the scoop, yoo-hoo, give it back to Apple, let them drag you down to the police station and interview you for a little while and then go home and hate on them. But don't give the guy's name away. You didn't need to do that. You did that just to gloat. Yeah. And or to, to prove it. Right. You know, because then they could find his LinkedIn information quickly and then right. they could show you it. Right. Um, so this is the reason why you will never, ever, ever, ever in a million years ever see me linked to Gizmodo. There will be no links to any of this stuff in the show notes at all. Yeah. <laughs> Period. If you don't know about it, then you don't need the links. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. You can look it up. I mean, the, the fact is, is I'm just not – why? Because my ethics and my values – and my morals drive all and they drive everything I do. Yeah. And, uh, and I believe they drive what we all do. And much of what I talk about here, about enough and about simplicity and about and, and about uh, living within your means and, and doing you know what you, what you can with what you have and and uh, you know the, the anti-consumption uh, track that I you know sometimes go off on, or the you know anti-accumulation um, stuff that I go off on, and even the few times I've gone off on you know population explosion and all these other things completely driven by my ethics and morals and what i believe about how to make this world and more importantly how to make me a better place to live i think as well as content creators um, in my opinion it's important to have a set of codes that you can make public or you just personally live by because mm. you you know audiences are not stupid and if you do things like if all of a sudden you you know you spot on somebody's website that they've clearly taken you know uh, some money for a post here but they're not making that clear then you have ruined the all sort of credo you have with that individual and mm-hmm. and that's not what i'm about you know i'm not up for making a fast buck i, I want to establish and grow and sustain a de- a dedicated audience and i think that Part of doing that is in having a strong set of ethics, codes, and morals and standards mm-hmm. that the that our listeners will will know they can expect from me, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's really important. We, uh, something interesting, by the way, um, that I don't think I've ever mentioned before, but um, I, I think it's something that uh, other content creators who listen to the show might be able to take something away from. Um, I actually have a document for Minimal Mac that, uh, that I keep to myself called What We Believe In. Mm-hmm. And that document basically contains things like don't ever link to Gizmodo or you know, things, things like that, right? Um, but but they, it starts off with, you know, here's – you know. Here's what I believe in as far as you know enough, and a lot of some of this stuff is actually mirrored in uh, the about page for the site, and some is not. Um, but also, I have a style guide contained in that document for the site, um, so that if uh, I were to die and get hit by some bus or whatever, and someone else took over the site they could go off of that style guide to see, oh, this is how he styles photo posts. This is how he styles quotes. This is how he styles, um, 
you know, links where, you know, and I have things in there. Like when I'm linking to, you know, when I'm posting a link and I quote a piece of the thing, I block quote it and italicize it, the quote. Mm-hmm. And then my commentary is, is done in situ so that people can easily distinguish between a quote from, from, from the piece and, what I'm, and my commentary on it, for instance. Right, but if you don't have these sorts of things set up for your site, maybe it's a good idea. Maybe it's a good idea to lay these things out and just for yourself, just so you know. Okay, this is you know here's the mission of the site. This is what it's about. This is the kind of things that we that we want to post here, and this is how we want them to look and feel when we post these things in order so that people have a consistent idea. It can come to your site and within a single scan of the page understand, okay, this is this is what it is and this is how it's laid out. Before we finish, mm. can I read something to you? Yes. This is a an item in my uh, simple note from the 20th of May 2010. Mm. So we hadn't been, the, the brochure had been around for a month, I think, at this point. And it's the the note is entitled the Brochure Agreement. This hmm. is something that me and Terry agreed on all the way back then. So we've only been doing it for one month. But so there's four four points. We will not allow sponsorship, freebies, or early review titles to sway our journalistic integrity. We will always uphold our values for how we believe the quality of the show should be. We will never blur sponsors of news. We will disclose anything that may impede us. We will only endorse products that we use or believe in. Hmm. And I've stuck by that. There you go. Because that's important to me. There you go. That's, so if you want to hear my ethics, that, that is them. Well, you know, I, I think this has been a really, really, really great, um, a really great discussion. I, I think it's, it's one that we'll probably keep coming back to. Um, moving forward, that this is going to be one of those shows that I that I refer to. So thanks. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank right. you, David, for for suggesting. And people yeah. can suggest. You know, they can. There's a couple of ways you can suggest topics. You can hit me or Patrick on Twitter. I'm I Mike I M Y K E. Pat is at Patrick Rohn P A T R I C K R H O N E. Um, yep. Or you can uh, send it in via our contact form, and that's at 70decibels.com forward slash contact. Um, just fill out the form, select enough from the drop down, and uh, I will get that. And if the topic is worth discussing, I send it to Patrick to get his agreement, yep. and then we put it into our document. Yeah, yeah. And and even if it's uh, not something to discuss, even if it's just a question or a follow up yeah, or any, anything you wanna you there. wanna add your two cents, please do. Yeah, we I like welcome that, that stuff. And when Mike forwards it to me, I read everything. He does. So, all right. Well, thanks a lot, Michael. I really appreciate it, and thanks for, uh, to the Wolfster for uh, for bringing it up. Much awesome. appreciated. All right, buddy. All right, we'll chat later. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>